Welcome to the Skip Happens Podcast. Uh, Skip Clark, I am your host. And not only do we talk to the big country artists, some of the new and up and comers as well, when I get together with Deb and uh, with the official Country Music Fan Club, uh, this is what we do. This is what I do. And uh, we talk to all different uh, talents, all different people, and it's all part of the Skip Happens Podcast. So today, and this is really exciting. And uh, joining me now via the wonders of today's technology, it's called the phone, uh, we have Danny Fingeroth, who is the author of the amazing story of Stan Lee. And one of the uh, reasons we're talking, I mean, there's a whole lot of reasons. Man, I, I'm so excited that he's with me on the phone. But one of the, one of the big reasons is to promote that book. If you read comic books and you see all those superheroes but we have danny we have spider-man um so many others that uh, you've helped create and uh, tell us a little bit about that and uh, and then we'll go right into the book the amazing story of stan lee sure well i i helped create many of the stories for the characters you know the the main marvel characters where i worked at marvel for about 20 years as a writer and uh, executive editor those characters were created in the early 60s by stan lee and jack kirby and stan lee and steve ditko and a guy named larry lieber uh, was involved in, in a lot of them so those uh those are are the the ones that everybody knows from the movies of course and the video games the tv shows so I ran the Spider-Man line uh, editorially. I wrote a lot of Spider-Man and Iron Man and other comics. And, uh, yeah, the book um, that just came out, the paperback version of my book, it's, uh, the, the, the formal title is A Marvelous Life, The Amazing Story of Stan Lee from St. Martin's Press. And it's really um, the most comprehensive biography of Stan and where he fits uh, in popular culture, and uh and just in the bigger picture of history and 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 along with that where he fits in sort of this uh group of um jewish american uh, sons and daughters of immigrants mm -hmm. who really were the creators of many of the most popular superheroes it's amazing anybody that's read a comic book and they're, you know, they play a big part in our lives where we used to just kind of, we'd walk down to the corner store and we'd pick up a new comic book. And little did I know that every time I opened up that comic book that you were a part of that. And then when I was told I was going to talk to you, I'm like, are you kidding me? This is so very, very cool. Uh, author Danny Fingeroth is with me on the phone right now. And, of course, uh, they've got a great event coming up this afternoon. And this is all part of the JCC, the Jewish Community Center here in Syracuse. It's a Zoom event, of course, because of the pandemic. I know that we, we tried to get you back here, uh, get you into central New York uh, back in May. But, of course, the pandemic kind of put a halt on that. But uh, So we can do it via technology and the Zoom coming up this afternoon. And uh, tell us a little bit uh, – little bit more what we're going to see I, I it's titled uh, disguised as clark kent jews comics and the creation of the superhero which by an amazing coincidence is the same title of a book that i wrote uh, <laughs> back about 10 years ago um that that is out of print but i think you can still find it and i'm hoping to get it back in print it, it'll it's um about the uh, superheroes were uh created in the late 30s and early 40s um, by these greatest generation, World War II, Depression era, uh, young Jewish guys that, you know, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster out in Cleveland, 
created Superman and uh, Bob Kane and Bill Finger in the Bronx uh, created uh, Batman. And, uh, and again, the characters that I'm most uh, associated with, Spider-Man was created by Stan Lee and mm-hmm. Steve Ditko in the early 60s, and, and uh, the X-Men and the Avengers by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. And, uh, and they were uh, not Ditko. Ditko was uh, from uh, immigrants who were not Jewish, so it's not a uniform thing. And, of course, there were lots of Italian-Americans involved with the art. But, but Stan and Jack and... Uh, uh, and, and, and the Superman guys, they came from, uh, impoverished immigrant backgrounds. People came to America, um, you know, fleeing, uh, pogroms and, uh, and persecution and poverty and looking for the classic American dream. And they helped create that American dream with these idealized, um, truth, justice, and the American way superheroes. And so I'll be giving uh, it won't just be me blabbing, although that's wonderful enough, <laughs> but I'll have a, uh, you know, a uh, hundred plus slide, uh, uh, slideshow, a PowerPoint show where with covers of comics and kind of, uh, contemporaneous historical events and mm-hmm. you know, all sorts of cool stuff. Um, you know, I've done, uh, many, many presentations and I know that what you gotta do is keep people entertained. Mm-hmm. Um, so, It'll be entertaining, informative, and and um, and I think you know because I have an insider's point of view, having worked making superhero comics for so many years, uh-huh. I bring something different to the table than a lot of other people might. You know, even though they, you know, a lot of academics and uh, critics uh, certainly bring uh, you know interesting, insightful uh, stuff. But what I bring is a little different because I. I, I kind of know what's under the hood and how the sausage is made. Yeah, absolutely. Have you? Um, it's kind of cool to see that background to to go kind of behind the scenes, and you're going to offer that from what I'm hearing, which is uh, a pretty exciting thing in itself. Uh, yeah, well, that, that's again, that's sort of um, having been someone who does and mm-hmm. still you know creates uh, superhero stories, you know, which are. Which are the basis? I mean, most people. Let's be honest. Most people uh, don't buy superhero comics, but they love the characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, oddly enough, I wrote a book called Superman on the Couch, which superheroes really tell us about ourselves and our society. I was going to mention that, talk, that. Okay. That that talks about how people. Everybody knows the phrases "up, up and away." Uh, you wouldn't like me when I'm angry. <laughs> My spider sense is tingling. Everybody knows those expressions. And for the past fifteen, twenty years or so, since the the superhero movies became so popular, more and more people in the mainstream culture knows it. But there was a long period where um, most people didn't read, didn't mm-hmm. read comics and didn't know superhero stories, but they know those expressions. They're so much a part of the culture, uh, uh, both pop culture and serious culture. And just in the, you know, when, when we're looking for a metaphor uh, to, to discuss something or to talk about somebody, or what's his secret identity, what's his kryptonite, you know? Um, so uh, you know, I I I, um, I think people know more about superheroes uh, than they think, mm-hmm. and uh, sort of it's fun to point that out, and and, uh, and and you know can can lead to more serious discussions if that's uh, if that's where your bent is. Right. So if um so let's say you you as a, as a writer and bringing these uh, characters to life. 
a lot of real life experiences, whether you're having a, an argument with somebody or some sort of a disagreement, I guess, that uh, you were able to put a little twist on that and then incorporate that into your writing uh, as you write the, the story about the superhero or an event going on within the comic book, correct? Sure. Well, you couldn't, you know, as an adult you know, or even as a kid above 12, you couldn't sustain an interest in these stories if there wasn't some metaphorical value and some way to relate to uh, people's problems and concerns and conflicts. So, you know, they may be wearing spandex and they may be like punching people through mountains as opposed to like honking their horn in traffic. Right. Um, but yeah, you're right. It all stems from positive and negative things. You know, this Superman. Uh, you know, Lois Lane loves Superman, but, uh, but he wants to be appreciated as Clark Kent, and she thinks Clark Kent is a zero, or, you know, all, all, all those kind of, you know, Spider-Man, uh, seems to be glamorous and swinging above the city, but his, his whole origin and his whole reason for being is propelled by the time that, uh, he, uh, his uncle was murdered, and, and, and he blames himself for not having stopped the uh, the killer when he could have uh you know weeks before so you know, it has to do with you know the regret and love and hate and and ecstasy and just all these things that people feel and experience kind of distilled into these very concentrated superhero uh garishly colored metaphors how long ago did we lose stanley uh, just a little over uh, two years ago. Yeah, I didn't think died. it was that long. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. He died on, uh, I think, November 12th of 2018, and his birthday is actually coming up oh, wow. uh, on uh, on December 28th. Very, very So he cool. would be uh, 98. Oh, my gosh. Wow. It's a long life and uh, just a great creator. Is there one comic that I know you've got so many under your belt and you've written the stories about so many. Um, is there one that really stands out that you would say is your favorite? That I've worked on, you mean? Yes, sir. Um, you know, I, I loved working. I, I was the uh, I, I was the editorial director of the, what's called the Spider-Man Group, because uh Spider-Man is so popular that it's sort of a sub-company uh, within the company. So I, I think I enjoyed working on a, on a series called The Deadly Foes of Spider-Man, which uh, mm. I wrote uh, uh, back in the 90s. Uh, that was about Spider-Man as seen by his villains, and the series focused on the bad guy's point of view. And it's sort of made for a little more kind of um, in-depth uh, psychological... Um, examination of you know of what makes the villains tick and hence what makes the heroes tick you know plus there was lots of you know action and punching and hitting and, uh, <laughs> and web shooting so it wasn't you know it wasn't the textbook right. what I try to do with everything I write is, is give insight but also remember that somebody is reading it as a story so even right. if it's a biography of stan or somebody i try to make it a page turner exactly so you know it, it's kind of a different twist on it all which is great which is great and uh we're talking to to uh danny figaroth who is the well he brought a lot of these superheroes to life and it's a great event coming up this afternoon with the jcc it's a zoom event uh danny have you done a lot of these zoom events has this been like a, a new way of life for you right now uh, yeah, I mean, it's been a new way of life for everybody, yeah. um, and, um, 
Yes, I've done many Zoom events, so it's you know I I, I kind of think about it sometimes because if somebody just you know opened uh, the door and didn't know the context, they'd see me like ranting at my computer screen, you know, <laughs> just like a lunatic. Um, yeah, it's a very it's it's as as many of us know because I think a lot of people are, are doing Zoom both with families and with business right. that it's simultaneously really intimate and alienating. You know, it's a strange thing. But I've done a lot of them. And, uh, you know, it's good people, I think, because of the whole pandemic and the craziness of the, our times. People are tend to be forgiving of technical glitches and, and so on. Um, but, yeah, so the, the Zoom, you know, it certainly brings it brings things into your home and uh which is usually good you know? yeah <laughs> uh, no no you're right has, yeah. um <laughs> you know i mean it's unfortunate uh, why it's happening but i'm actually i mean the funny thing is i mean of course i'm talking to you when you're on uh syracuse radio stations mm-hmm. but um you know the odd thing is that now everybody in the whole world can see stuff you're doing so it's this weird pull where you want to do something local if you're doing something for a venue, but then you realize, oh, but somebody from 10,000 miles away could be uh, watching this, and 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 it's and it's it's odd to have to balance those kind of uh, uh, those kind of necessities as you do this stuff. Absolutely, and it's all going to be happening this afternoon. It's with the JCC here in Syracuse, and if you go to JCC. SYR.org can get all the information as I've been chatting with uh, Danny Figueroth. And uh, let me, if you're just joining us, uh, think about Spider Man, Iron Man, X Men, The Avengers. How about The Hawk? Uh, yeah, well, you know what? He wrote the stories about those, uh, those characters in the comic books in Marvel. Just amazing, amazing stuff. And the book, go ahead. I'll let you tell everybody about the book one more time. It's called uh, A Marvelous Life. The Amazing Story of Stan Lee, and it's a uh, it's the most comprehensive biography of Stan uh, ever done. I, I uh, knew and worked with Stan, um, but I think uh, kind of uh, despite that, the book is objective about the controversy surrounding his life and career and who did what exactly and who created what exactly in terms of the original Marvel characters like Spider-Man and uh, the Hulk and Iron Man and, and uh, Thor and, and so on. Um, and uh, the paperback just came out, and I also did the audio book, if that's your idea of a good time. Mm-hmm. But it really does talk about Stan in the context of American pop culture in terms of greatest generation stories, in terms of Jewish immigrant stories. It really puts him in a context, and I... I can't say there were the last, because I don't know for sure, but I did some of the last interviews with him. So although it's not an authorized book, uh, he did cooperate um, with the research of it, and I went to his archives at the University of Wyoming, where there are 200 boxes of, uh, of material relating to his life and career. And as I said, I did several hours of interviews with him and his brother, and 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 dozens of people who worked uh, with him and loved him and hated him and knew him and and uh, had different feelings about him so it's really a a a pretty intensive uh look at stan but as i said i wrote it uh you know my background is writing comic book and other stories for entertainment animation and so on so i really tried to make it a page turner and so it wasn't just kind of a you know one after another recitation of facts but it's 
it's kind of structured like a thriller. Danny, it's been an honor to talk to you, my friend. Um, you play a big part in all of our lives. I mean, the comic books, the way to just kind of look at life from a different angle. You have provided that with your talent and your knowledge. And now you're, you've written the, the book, you know, The Amazing Story of Stan Lee, A Marvelous Life. And that just puts it all together right there. Well, I thank you. This was great fun. And, uh, and, and your questions are great. And I really appreciate it. Danny, I cannot say this enough. Just a big thank you for joining me here today on the Skip Happens podcast.